it's very hard to sort of sell something that doesn't exist to a market. But being able to bring something that they can consume is like quite unique and an experience for them, especially because we bring it around in this like little mini tap and then you just get them to pour it and that's sort of half the fun. People don't really get the opportunity to pour their own beers at bars and stuff. Subconsciously, I feel like we get excited by that sort of motion. You get these people crowding around and they're like, oh, what's going on here? Uh, coffee on tap, hey? And they start pouring and like, look at that, that's amazing. And you're like, yeah, well, <laughs> that's exactly my point, I guess. Welcome to episode 123 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast sharing stories from inspiring people to help you tell your story and build success. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Caffeinating workplaces can be expensive, unsustainable or with the dreaded instant coffee, unpalatable. Nitro cold brew has become increasingly popular in the United States and is now making waves in Australia. Using nitrogen gives the coffee a rich creamy style without using any dairy and I can personally verify it tastes delicious. Jordan Cortazzo is an entrepreneur and coffee connoisseur who during his time as a barista and coffee bean merchant was inspired to provide a better solution for office coffee. Deciding to develop his own nitro cold brew coffee, Jordan co-founded NoFo to provide officers with cold brew coffee on tap. Think a beer keg, but only with coffee. In today's episode of Be The Drop, I speak to Jordan about his journey from film school to barista through to starting his own business. Along the way, Jordan has learned to overcome the challenges of taking innovative products to market, selling as a small business to large corporations and the effort required to develop and test new products. Recorded live from South Start, this is Jordan's version of Be The Drop. Would you like to join me on a creative podcasting journey? Then head along to my first ever Adelaide Fringe Show. It's called Pop Your Podcast Cherry, an interactive podcasting event on Tuesday 19th or 26th of February at The Jade. Tickets are only $20 each and are available via the Fringe website linked in the show notes. I would love to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me for That's the next right. episode of Be The Drop. No, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. And, and we're going to talk coffee, so I'm yeah. excited. All right. <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> oh, look, I've got one here. I have a coffee sitting next to me and it's worth getting excited about. Okay, cool. <laughs> so for listeners who don't get the joy of seeing my coffee or tasting it, yep. tell us about your coffee journey. Basically, started in hospitality, slinging, slinging coffee to a bunch of people in the corporate world. I was working in a building under PwC and I'd caught wind from someone working in the building that they'd been employing baristas. They were spending $20,000 on commercial coffee machines, which seemed a bit excessive to me. So I thought if there was an easier way to sort of supply coffee to people and get people caffeinated. Decided to try something different and create something that exists in the US already called Nitro Cold Brew, but um, combine that in a sort of more of a startup-y way and try and target something that hadn't been done before, which was uh, supplying coffee directly to offices on tap. Um, and sure enough, 
here we are. <laughs> so I will, I'm going to get some photos. We'll come downstairs and take yeah. some photos because I feel like otherwise people are like cold, cold nitrogen, yeah. coffee on tap. Yeah, it sounds But fun. it does. <laughs> but so we will share some photos so people can go and check out the social channels and have a look. But explain this to me because so it's cold coffee yep. and it's got nitrogen yes what's going on so um basically it's black coffee the nitrogen infuses into it uh same way like you would like carbonate a beer uh creates these tiny little bubbles that are um a bit smaller than like carbon dioxide so it's not exactly sparkling i'd say it's probably more like creamy almost like a milk-based beverage um and the whole idea is it's sort of producing this uh, black coffee with the texture of milk, but there's no milk in it whatsoever, which uh, in today's day and age is uh, people's bread and butter because everyone's pushing away from milk and moving to um, your nut milks and your alternative milks, stuff like that. So being able to provide something that's like completely dairy-free is uh, pretty unique and a bonus in, in, in today's day and age. Um, that's, uh, that being said, it, like I said, it's um, quite popular over in the US. And I guess the idea is to sort of start bringing people's attention to it over here and, uh, yeah, get them drinking uh, NOFO. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we were talking about this um, yesterday that, you know, it's, an, it's a much better alternative than pods, yes. which, you know, a, a terrible coffee yes. and, B, you know, create a lot of landfill. So yeah. this this operates by – it looks like a beer keg and you've got the tap and you then and then this coffee goldness comes yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like – it's essentially like uh, glorified beer brewing. Um, <laughs> so it's all sustainable. The kegs are reusable um, and then they get pressurised with nitrogen and then it sort of dispenses from a tap. And being able to do that, like you say, it stops people using pods which are – really sort of uh, full of plastic and obviously and bad to the environment. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's like a really nice bonus. Being able to sort of have that attached to your business is something you can get quite proud of. And so how did you then go from this concept, you know, I don't want to be working the barista downstairs, I want to be taking this up into big companies and putting it in there. How do you then get them to take, because it's a new concept, yeah, like you want me to put a fridge in with a tap <laughs> that has coffee, yeah. how does that conversation go? It's very hard to sort of sell something that doesn't exist to a market, but being able to bring something that they can consume is like quite unique and an experience for them, especially because we bring it around and it's like, little mini tap essentially that's portable like you just hold it in your hand and then you just get them to pour it and that's sort of half the fun people don't really get the opportunity to pour their own beers at bars and stuff subconsciously i feel like we get excited by that sort of motion oh um, yeah like i was down, I, I did it i was like, yeah, Whoa, like oh, yeah. this is power here some brews. <laughs> yeah literally just pulling a lever <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But um, uh, yeah, that, that, that's exactly my point, I guess. Uh, you get these people crowding around and like, oh, what's going on here? Uh, coffee on tap, hey? And they start pouring and like, look at that. That's amazing. And you're like, yeah, well. <laughs> and so, you know, obviously, you, you know, you've got to break through and get there and they can try it. But yeah. one of the most important thing is going to be that the coffee tastes good, right? Because yeah. otherwise they're not going to want to keep it's trying exactly it. Right. Yeah. So how do you go about managing that process? This has always been my philosophy. It's not about catering to the wider community. Like, as much as you want to be able to produce something that's like, hey, everyone loves this, as much as it is, hey, actually, I, this is what I like, and this is what I like, so I'm going to supply the world with what I enjoy drinking. So this is how I like my coffee. Maybe it's not for everyone, but this is what I think tastes really nice. I 
combine native ingredients like wattle seed with, with my coffee to sort of give it these unique flavors that haven't really been used together in combination much. I want to be able to show, showcase this to the world and mm. showcase this to people and let them experience it the way I'd sort of do it. I've had a few and I love it. So yeah. you do it, well done. <laughs> Thumbs up from me. Also, you mentioned in there, which I really like, is your inclusion of native ingredients. Yeah. So how did that come about? And like, what does that actually involve? You get sort of sick of um, the same old flavors, you know, like, I think that's why there's been a really big push away from like standardized soft drinks like Coke and Pepsi and stuff like that into like more of this craft beverage. Kombucha is like huge now. And I think that, uh, yeah, that sort of stuff excites people, you know, trying something that's new, cutting edge. Flavors that are, exist like in our land, in our landscape, like Australian landscape. Like I did a um, foraging <laughs> course with this famous guy in Sydney. His name's Diego. He does this foraging course in Sydney. It's great. And you go around and you're literally picking up weeds out of the ground and you're like eating them and you're like I walk past this shit every day like my dog's probably taken a billion dumps on all these plants and here I am eating them but I shit you not some of the flavors that you try is like the most ridiculously different and weird shit ever to the point where this guy is killing it like he's this forager and all these like big gin distilleries and like breweries are going to him and being like hey we want you to teach us like all you know so we can incorporate these ingredients into our into our products and so i think that really opened up my eyes a little bit to what what we had around us and being able to use the land that sort of exists around you and i wanted to be able to incorporate that into what it is i provide so it's really exciting to see i mean the adelaide hills distillery here they use the green ant the green right ants. i know right yeah, i know absolutely i know insane. steve and fiona yeah. who own that and that's probably one of my favorite gins oh it's unreal like you just and you try it and you're like this doesn't this this is completely drinkable the way it is like this doesn't need anything else and yeah. i think that's sort of what's really cool about it so many of these uh these, these uh, whether you're using fruits or like spices, there's a lot of like natural sweetness that comes from them what, like already. And so you don't necessarily need to move back to having these super sugary drinks, like using refined sugar. So then for you, like you mentioned, you know, the challenge of getting in and selling to big corporates. What have yep. been some of the biggest challenges along this journey, getting it up and going? I mean, I think when you're creating any beverage, there's a lot of like honing your recipe and especially because I'm working with, I'm not sort of just packaging something and bottling it. I'm, there's this sort of whole machinery sort of element to it, which is like supplying this kegerator which dispenses the coffee. So there's a lot of R&D that goes on with that. It could have been a lot easier if I decided to like bottle it or can it, but I think for the sake of what we're trying to do, this, this works really well. I guess in terms of supplying offices, the biggest challenge is always getting, getting through the doors, like, you know, trying to be able to break down someone like a Fortune 500 company isn't exactly easy, but that's not to say it's impossible. Just because they, they might not necessarily say yes initially doesn't mean that it's not going to happen down the track. It's just about baby steps, you know, along the way. It's just about educating people with that sort of uh, that system and yeah. being able to get them to just continuously consume something as much as possible. Yeah, well, I mean, but I think once people have gone into 
you know, good coffee. Yeah, they don't yeah, want to go yeah. Back to well, that's exactly they don't right. Want to go back to in- <laughs> like I can't remember the last time I had an instant coffee. Yeah, well, there you go. I'd you, rather not. You'd be have surprised. One. My mum actually prefers instant coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does that hurt? Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and you mentioned as well that you have a background in film as well. Like, yeah, so tell to, us this part of the story. What I was went that? to. I actually went to drama school back uh, when I was studying at uni. So. Not that that's a real degree, but well, I guess it is. But yeah, that was sort of, uh, I guess that sort of has been applied to business in some some sense, like that sort of creativity that I enjoy and being the freedom to be able to do things the way you want to do. I feel like that's very in line with like what entrepreneurs do and stuff like that. Um, and being able to, yeah, utilize like different strategies to be able to produce something to a wider market is very much in the same world. So. But also, you're very charismatic, and I feel like in sales, that playing the role. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really, good point. <laughs> you know, that's going to help because yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. tough. And if you can go in there as a, playing a role, it's going to make it easier. Well, maybe it's not so much playing a role as it is being genuine and knowing how to be genuine as much as possible, which is, what, I guess, what I try and do when I, when yeah. I meet someone, just try and be as honest as possible. And for me, that's sort of like how, how I've approached sales as well, and it seems to, to go pretty well, like... Um, I was working before this, I was working uh, in coffee sales, selling coffee beans to, to cafes and stuff as well. So, um, which isn't an easy thing to do, but it's very much, because uh, it's such a tough industry to, to sell to, um, a lot of the time it relies on that interact, that person-to-person interaction and building friendships amongst cafe owners, which then, you know, in turn sort of uh, promotes the sale. I think what people also forget is that at some, in some instances, it's like the fundamental criteria of like where the business starts, you know, like mm. it doesn't start with marketing at the end of the day, like that's too expensive, it starts with sales. Mm. So, I mean, it's probably, each scenario is completely different. Like mm. how can I, yeah, I can't really speak on behalf of anyone else other than what I do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Jordan, I, like, I feel like we've covered it all here yeah, and I've been cool. fueled by this fabulous coffee. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, so thank you so much for joining me. But in conclusion, Be The Drop is built on my favourite saying, which is a waterfall begins with one drop. Mm-hmm. So it's all about collaboration, connections, bringing, you know, people or actions together to yeah. create a greater result. For you, what is your top tip around how to achieve those things, how to collaborate and connect? I, d- I wish I could phrase it in a, in a way that sounds prolific or something like that but it's it's at the end of the day for me it's just having the the courage to just make those first initial steps and push through that fear of um you know failure and you've probably heard this a million times before but at the end of the day that's what worked for me like every day was you know moments away from breaking down like because you just have that that constant fear on the back of your neck so once you sort of just learn to deal with it and accept that it's going to be there and you slowly push past it then you I feel like that's when you really start seeing the you know the the success start to happen and the breaking down the barriers and that's what I've sort of uh, I feel like is one of the most important parts just doing it as much as possible yeah fantastic well thank you so much Jordan and I hope to see <laughs> yeah. more office places fueled by NoFo yeah, in the absolutely. future absolutely I should probably give my website a plug www.nofo.com.au cool so. and I'll include a link in the show notes <laughs> absolutely sweet alright cheers All right. Thank, thank you, you. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. 
Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.